Hi, and welcome to Home Hacks, a podcast for people who love organising their homes. Each week we'll be sharing our best shortcuts, tips, tricks and hacks to help you manage your home and create spaces that you feel relaxed in. I'm Rachel. And I'm Carly. And we're the founders of Mums Who, which is an online community of people who love finding easy ways to improve and manage their own homes. Each week on Home Hacks, we're going to be sharing our favourite ideas to keep your home running smoothly. And today we're going to tackle a space that has become really important in the last couple of years, and that is your work from home setup. It really has. Like I've always worked from home, um, so I've tried to have a good setup the whole time. But I know talking to a lot of friends and stuff who have in you know, the last two years been sent home to work or are working from home, just trying to find that space if it's not something that you know, you're planning on doing, it can be quite difficult if you don't have a designated area to set up for your, you know, work from home area. And even if it's not an area, like just a way to do it. Like I use so many different areas of my home to work. So, you know, I've got my office, but, you know, I I often work in the lounge room on my phone because, you know, I've got kids and stuff and that's just what I need to do. So um, there's so many obstacles around working from home and making sure you're having the right device and things like that so you can do what you're saying, like, you know, a phone or a iPad or a laptop so you can move around the house when you're working. Exactly. You know, making sure you've got a good modem or um, Wi-Fi Mm -hmm. related like printers and things like that so that you can be working in the bedroom and still printing in the lounge room or the study, whatever it is. There's so many different ways to work from home. It could be even a little scary for people who have never worked from home before or just can't seem to find their feet with working from home. And, you know, I'm sure there's so many people in that boat that really don't want to work from home. But, you know, for the last little while have to and and maybe even going forward, they might have to um, at least some of the time. So, you know, hopefully we can share some great tips that really resonate with, you know, especially those people and and everybody else too. I think one of the things that you know, working from home for people who haven't done it before or had just been thrust into it is working around your family. And, you know, if you've got kids, it could be kids, it could be your partner, it could be other people who live in your home. And also around the tasks in your home that, you know, I find myself a lot. You really need to have, you know, your workspace and and know what you need to get done each day because it's so easy to become distracted. You know, like I can drop the kids off in the morning. I'm lucky with flexible work hours. I've only got certain things that I have to do during certain times of day. But, you know, I can drop the kids off to school and then I come home to work and I'll be like, oh, I'll just put on a load of washing and I can, the washing will be going while I'm doing this or whatever. But it's so easy to get into that habit, into that mindset of I'll just do this and I'll just do that and I'll just do this So and then I'll go to work. And then the next time you look at the clock, you've lost an hour or two hours of your work day that you are meant to be working doing these little jobs around the house. A lot of people have really struggled with that um, because, you know, they're used to going into an office where they, you know, you drive to work, you're at work, you sit there and you do your work and there's nothing else for you to do. Your work is at work and then you come home. And now instead of doing that, you're at home and everything is around you all the time that you feel like you should be doing instead of doing your work. And I think... As a woman, you know, this is, you know, my experience, you know, women are generally the ones that are in charge of a bit more of the housework at least. Um, yeah, You know, just, I, and I think like that, that sort of, especially like that mum guilt weighs on you, like, oh my God, I am home. I should be able to get this stuff done. But, you know, you, you've got to get out of that mind space because you're not home. You're at work, regardless of the location. Well, even now, like as today is a perfect example of that, um, you know, the parent and the mum mind space and, and being at home. 
I'm sitting here recording a podcast which has been scheduled for the last few weeks and it's work and it's what I'm supposed to do at this time of day but I've got my three-year-old sitting behind me who is now on her iPad being babysat by that because I it's my work day I have to work but she's homesick and you know there's that guilt there that you know I need to work I need to do my job and I need to make money but I also have a child here who requires my attention as well and that can be, you know, whether you're a mother or a father or, or whatever, that can be like, you know, that's really mentally quite taxing trying to, to balance those boundaries of, is because you're working at home that, um, you know, you're flexible, you're, you, you could do your work at any time. You can do, you know, and you can't do that all the time. Like, you know, if I said to myself every time I needed to do work, well, one of the kids needs me so I could, I can work once they go to bed. I'd be up till three or four o'clock every night working and that's not maintainable. You can't maintain that. You can't, you know, get up with the kids in the morning and do all the stuff you need to do during the day and then work until three or four o'clock every night and function on two or three hours sleep. So there really is a a balance that as parents and, um, you know, people working from home, you need to find that balance that's going to work for you so that you are still functioning as a person. You're still having a good work-life balance, but you're still, you know, doing your work from home. It starts with finding a space for your work. You need, yes, definitely. You need to to work out, you know, where you're going to work, and that it depends on what your work is as to what that might be. You might need a proper office setup. You might have to, you know, be in a room with a door that closes. You know, a permanent computer setup, or it could be your couch. You know, like I mean, when when we wrote our book, I worked from play centres. And, you know, I could just write the book while they're off playing. So, you know, like it's it's such, yeah, it's varied. So you've got to really work out what your space is, what space works for your work and figure out, um, you know, what you might need in that space. I do think like, you know, you need to find your space that's going to work for you. So, um, and usually most people do require having a desk of some kind or somewhere where, at least where you can put your products that you're using. So your iPad, your phone, your laptop, where they can charge Um before you're yes. using them and things like that as well. So um, I know for me, when we moved into this house, I knew that my office was going to be open to the lounge room and I have a really bad habit of I can't switch off and I keep working. So, you know, if I'm sitting there looking at the pile of work that I need to do instead of, you know, watching a movie with the kids or instead of doing you know, having a rest or do, cooking dinner or whatever, I'll sit down and keep working. So one of the things that I made sure of when we moved here was that my desk could stay clear by having a lot of cupboards where all of my machinery and my laptop and everything could go and I could shut those doors and hide it. So even though like obviously mentally I could look at those cupboards and know that all of my work is in there, it wasn't a big pile on my desk in front of my face every single second of every day saying, hey, this is what you've got to do tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, I think that kind of thinking is just as important as figuring out a desk that's suitable for you, a chair, filing cabinet, drawers, um, you know, what kind of flooring do you have? Do you need a mat for your chair so that you can, um, you know, move it if it's on rollers? So thinking about your space and how it's going to work, it's actually really hard to do, but um, it is important to, you know, allocate some time to really figure it out. And there's so many different places you can do it. You might not have a separate room that you could use. Like, you know, mine is in a room. It's just like a little bit off the side of our living area. You might not even have that kind of space. You might have just 
you know, enough space behind your couch to sit a desk there with a laptop on it. So, you know, finding solutions for or storage solutions to put everything in, like, you know, can you fit a small set of drawers underneath the desktop? Let's say you've got enough room for your legs and then you've got enough room for like a little shelf or drawers to put all of your stuff in. That might be something you need to think about. Or if you've only got, um, you know, I know a lot of people have set up a desk off their dining room so like sort of up against a wall in the dining room can you add some floating shelves or or not even floating shelves just add some shelving or something to that wall so that you can you know put things that you need above your head on those shelves just to make yourself some extra space so that you're not feeling enclosed and like your desk is cluttered with all of the things that you might need yep and like you know this you know this advice might seem like it's coming late but you know in 2020 it felt temporary but I I think moving forward a lot of businesses are going to be encouraging work from home part-time or um, you know at least offering it. I I do know like a lot of my friends have ended up in that sort of situation where they've gone from going to the office every day of the week to being told you know even when things do go back to normal and we can do whatever we want and go back into office and stuff they'll only be going back into office maybe two days a week and staying home the other three like they will be having a new working environment and and working from home more often so and yeah, a lot of businesses have realized I think as well that having people work from home saves their money as well so yeah, for they're sure gonna con- they're going to continue on with that process of, of having people work from home sometimes and in the office sometimes so if you do think that what you're doing is temporary at the moment, you know, it might be worth finding out whether or not it is going to continue for you so that you know whether or not your space is going to be more permanent and if you need to do something more to it. So I think once you've worked out your space, I think then you really need to start working on what you need. So for the job I'm doing right now, which is recording this podcast, I need a laptop, I need a microphone, I need headphones and I need somewhere to sit. I'm recording from home, so I need somewhere to sit um, that, uh, you know, isn't going to be too echoey. So I'm coming to you from my bedroom because, you know, there's lots of soft furnishings (laughs) in the bedroom. Um, And I've just got, I've actually got a little fold-up table that's, you know, my desk and I just put my laptop and my microphone on it, plug my headphones in and I'm, I'm good to go. And that's what works for me. And when I'm done, I pack it up. And I pop it in the, the just the side of the cupboard. You know, this is temporary for me, so it's not going to be forever um, that we're recording from home. So, you know, it only needs to be sort of, you know, I guess a bit of a dodgy setup. So, and that works, it actually works really well for me. I love having the table in here so I can um, do work inside um, if I need to because my office, um, you know, it's just a little corner of the garage. So figure out what you're going to need. So most people are going to need a laptop or a computer. Um, you know, pr- I think pretty much everybody's going to need that or at least like an iPad, tablet kind of thing. Um, you know, do you need a printer? A lot of places are paper-free now, so you might not even need a printer. Do you need you – might, you probably need a notepad even if you are paper-free um, or an iPad with a, you know, pencil or you know some other kind of version of digital note taking you know work out what you really need to do your job properly and just have it there and have it accessible to you you know make sure you've got enough power cables for all the items you need chargers you know that kind of thing make it really easy to do your work because if it's easy and to just walk in to your office open you know your computer and start working, you'll probably find that you are a lot less stressed when you're starting the workday and you're probably going to be more productive too. I know I am, definitely. If you don't want to be having to set up stuff 
every time you work, like, you know, we were just saying we set up for the podcast, but that's, you know, every couple of weeks we set up for a podcast. You don't want to, the job that you're doing every day or every second day or whatever, you don't want to be having to pull things out and set it up every day before you start working. Because, you know, that's 15 minutes or half an hour out of your work time that you're wasting setting up. And you get frustrated doing the same thing over and over again too. So, you know, if you, if you have to, every time you start to work, get out your laptop and plug in your printer and, you know, get out your, your, st- your notepads or whatever, you're going to start getting annoyed with it and getting sick of it. And it's going to really affect your productivity when you're working. And I think that flows so naturally into sort of the last step, I guess, that we had thought about. And it's when you have your desk set up, have a system. So you, your laptop is here and the keyboard's here and the notepad's there. And all of those things are just as important as the other because they're all going to help you, you know, put put your pens in a certain place whether it's a drawer or a cup or just sitting above your keyboard like it doesn't matter what the system is so much it's just got to work for you so that you know where things go back because if it's just there when you start working it's just going to be so so much easier and you know don't surround yourself with fluff like you know a bunch of stationery that you don't need because you're paperless for example so um, you know really consider each of the items that you know you need like for me for example when I'm working in the office on you know my other business I need my computer and keyboard and mouse obviously I need a pen and a notepad and a calculator and then that's you know that's all I need so I have those things in the same spot all the time so that I can find them um, unless the kids you know want to play computers with the calculator and then I have to find it but you know like you know when I'm putting it away it's you know always in the same spot so it's easy to start working because I'm not wasting 20 minutes you know putting everything where it should be and figuring out where I was up to I just know and and, and you know what that even flows into like computer setup like I, I use a couple of different browsers and I just open the browser for the tasks that I'm doing and I have all the tabs ready each time so I don't have to open the same tabs constantly it's just there ready for me to go and it's the same that you're making sure that your the products that you're going to use constantly are in easy reach too you don't want to be like you know on your wheelie chair or whatever i mean as fun as it is to wheel around the house on the wheelie chair you don't want to be (laughs) scooting from one spot to the other trying to you know grab your pen every time you need it or grab your calculator every time you need it you want things to be easily within reach so you're just sitting there and you can just grab what you need i've recently discovered that you know i'm really really bad at this but i need glasses for reading and when I got um, my new prescription a couple of years ago, I was being cheap and I thought, nope, I'm just going to I only need them for reading. I'm just going to get one set of glasses. And I'm now in the process. I've actually got an appointment tonight to go and get a second pair because I have found that because it's not easy for me to grab them because they're in the office and I'm in the bedroom working on my phone or something, I don't wear them. And now my vision, is, by the end of the day, I can't even see my screen because it's so blurry <laughs> because I do it so often. Oh. So, you know, I, I've discovered that I need to have a set of glasses in my bedroom and a set of glasses in the study just so that they are available and I can easily reach them and use them. Otherwise, I won't do it. And yes, that's because I'm incredibly lazy and I don't want to walk out there and grab them. (laughs) But, you know, we all have habits like that. We all do things like that. You know, if you don't have a spot to put your water bottle on your table while while you're working, you might not drink enough water that day and you get dehydrated. If you can't reach, you know, a certain pen, you might use a different one. And then, you know, later on you'll go, oh, that form was meant to be filled out in black pen, but I did it in blue because I was too lazy to find a black pen. So making sure that the things that you do need and that, you know, glasses are obviously for your health as well, but, you know, things that you just need for your work are in the right spot and are easy for you yep. to get is going to make a big difference. 
And sometimes, like, I know that, you know, being organised and stuff sort of leads into, like, being minimal and all that, but there's this, like, stigma around having doubles and it's not always a bad thing. Like, you know, people like, you know, I think kitchen utensils is a really good one to sort of use as an example. It's, oh, if you've got two of something get rid of one you don't need two but um, I'm always like no I'm sorry I need my 87 spatulas that's absolutely essential to me and it is and I'm going to make room for however many I want because I use them constantly and that's a really good time to have a double yeah and it's the same with stationery exactly or glasses like you know having two sets of my glasses is it seems like an extravagance because why do you need to spend so much money on two sets of glasses but for me I need them I'm damaging my vision by not having using them when I'm supposed to. And it can be the same with, you know, stationery and stuff as well. Like, you know, it can save money if you buy, you know, you go buy one pack of printer paper if you do a a lot of printing. You go buy one, Mm. you know, little, is it called a ream, I think? Like the, you know, the pack of printer paper that has like 150 pages or whatever in it. You go and buy one of those and it might be 20 bucks or you can buy the big box that has like five lots of that in there for, you know, $40. And that's a lot of money that you're saving by buying a box of, of, that has multiples in there and you might look at it and go oh but now I have to store all of those but in that situation it's probably worth finding that space to store that and the same with things like you know staples and sticky tape and those are the things that you might use all the time having a little bit extra I know for me ink for my printer I always make sure that I have an extra set of ink sitting in my drawer because I don't want to run out halfway through doing something and then go okay well I can't finish my work until I go get ink this afternoon or whatever or I need to go out immediately to go get it so having a little bit of spare items there that you might you know things that you use frequently it might seem like it's you know doubling up or it's just taking up storage space that you don't really have but some things having extra of it is worth your time and your effort to a save money and b make your life easier 100 percent. and working from home you know we've got to make it easy on ourselves because it's you know as much as you're saving your commute time there's so much more that comes up so you know looking after yourself and and making sure things are easy for you is just a win all round. Well, that's it for today. Head to the show notes to see more information on any of the products we've spoken about in this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, please make sure you rate, review and subscribe. And if you know someone who'd enjoy this podcast, why not tell them about it? Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.